Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. Well, starting your own business can be quite rewarding, but sometimes you need a little extra help to do the things that you don't know how to do yourself or just that you don't have time to do. And that's what we'll be talking about this week, someone who started his own business and reached out for some assistance. We'll speak with Edward Cohen, who has a new company called Easy to See Products that makes and sells calendars and other office products for people with low vision, and Patty Fletcher, who operates Tell It to the World Marketing, a company that assists in outreach efforts for others running their own companies. And we'll talk with both Edward and Patty both of whom are blind, about how they work together and Patty's role in growing Edward's business. But first for our tip of the week, we have two tips today, one from Edward, one from Patty, and they reflect what motivates each of them to succeed. So here's Edward first. My dad is long gone, was long gone at that time, but I remember him saying, don't work for somebody that you don't trust and don't sell something you don't believe in. Well, I trust myself and I believed in the product and I knew it would help people. So I thought, well, maybe this is my way of giving back to the blind, low vision community to do this for a while because of so many people saying they could use it. And here's Patty. My tip is this, no matter what it is that you want to accomplish, if you say, I can't, you won't. Say, I'll try, and you will. Those are both very valuable attitudes, and they can help anybody to succeed in whatever they try, whether it's starting a business or anything else. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by Ira, an app that remotely connects people who are blind or have low vision to trained agents for access to visual information. Details are available at 1-800-835-1934. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Patty and Edward and learning about how they started working together. We've got two people with us today. Patty, can you start by introducing yourself? Hi, my name is Patty Fletcher, and I'm owner-creator of Tell It to the World Marketing, and I'm a self-published author and blogger. And most of our listeners have visual impairments. Do you? Yes. I am totally blind, and I am a DAWs screen reader user and blog at WordPress, which is extremely accessible. And Edward, can you introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, my name is Edward Cohen. I'm the founding owner of Easy2C Products. Um, I'm a retired guy, and I'm legally blind. So you have some useful vision. I do. You Calling it useful is a little bit of a stretch, but yes. <laughs> so you also use a screen reader. Yes, and JAWS and, and so on. And you two hooked up in an interesting way. Can you tell us, Edward, how you found out about Patty and her services? Of course. 
maybe a year ago, maybe not even a year ago, I was participating in a, another website um, discussion group dealing for blind people and people found out what I was doing and said, well, I know somebody who who could help you with your social media, which was not uh, going very well because I don't know it very well and I've got plenty of other things to do. And I reached out to Patty and uh, she responded and uh, the rest is history. And dealing with social media is really a specialty these days, and that happens to be your expertise, I take it, Patty. Tell us exactly what your company does. My slogan says, tell it to the world marketing, where we marry social media promotion with traditional approaches. And what that means is I am basically a content promoter, and I specialize in promoting on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and of course, I blog at WordPress. I assist the client with maintaining their page, and I can help them create a page if they don't know how to do that. I make certain that all of the content or advertising that I advertise for the client also goes on to Twitter and to LinkedIn and my blog, and I also can assist persons with learning to use these platforms a little. And what I don't know, I can find resources to assist with learning about it. So basically, your relationship with Edward is he's one of your clients that you're coaching through marketing his products on social media. I do a lot of things for Edward. I maintain his Facebook page for him. I provide content for it and make sure that all of his ads appear there. And I also assist him with outreach, email, phone calls, and I try to find opportunities for him to advertise his product. So this seems to be a great marriage between someone with a need and someone with an expertise. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is tips on starting a small business, including how to publicize it. Edward, maybe you can tell us how you got started in your current business, there seemed to be something you wanted to do for low vision people that wasn't available yet. Right. Um, It's not that altruistic, actually. I needed something personally that the market did not provide. And there we go. And your needs started with having to work with calendars, right? Right. Uh, When I retired, well, even before I retired, Uh, I would use the calendars provided to us, but I'd still have to write over them with a bold marker so I could read the numbers. Then when I retired, of course, I didn't have those calendars, but I still am very busy in the community and so on. So I needed a product that I could use. And I searched the web, I searched the stores, I asked people and no one could point me to anything that met my needs. So uh, I'm a bit of a creative guy. So I I made what worked exactly for me and printed up one. And then when they said, well, that'll be $100 to print it for you, I said, "Um, well, let me think about it. That's one expensive calendar. (laughs) 
But then he said, well, if you print a half a dozen more, it won't cost that much more. So I did thinking, well, you know, maybe I could find somebody who'll give me five, 10 bucks for it, or I'll give them away. As people saw me using it, they kept asking, where did you get that? I could use it or someone they knew could use it. So the last thing I wanted to do was get into a business because I lead a very active life. And yet I kept thinking maybe if I did do this for a while, it would help people who were in the same boat as I am. What distinguishes your calendar from the other low vision calendars that you can purchase from MaxiAids or? Sure. Well, uh, using MaxiAids as an example, they sell wall calendars. A wall calendar, the daily cell size is about the size of a postage stamp or two. That doesn't work for me. Other companies might sell a weekly planner, but what they do is they make the numbers a little bit bigger, and that's about it. They don't use black ink. They primarily fill up the daily cell space with you know, holidays that don't mean anything to me. The left and right margin is filled up with a last month at a glance, next month at a glance. Essentially, you end up with a very small amount of writing space for them. Plus, people with low vision have difficulty seeing the edge of the paper if it's sitting on a, a light-colored surface. And so we write off the edge of the paper. Or we fail to plan what we're writing and we run out of space, but we haven't run out of words yet. So I put a black edge around each of the weeks around the border. So I always know where that edge. I never write off the edge of the paper anymore. Well, there's nothing like personal experience to let you know what the failure modes are of the products that are available. Well put. So those are the primary very things. The, uh, the lettering is uh, more than 10 times the size of newsprint. Everything's in black. And it's, it's basically a lot of people use it for journals just because it has that much space in it. So now you had half a dozen calendars for 100 or more dollars, but that wasn't satisfactory, was it? What did you decide to do next? Well, as I said, people kept asking me, where did I get these? And I would tell them the story. And they kept saying, well, I'd buy one next year if you made them, or I'd give this to so-and-so if you would make them. My dad is long gone, was long gone at that time, but I remember him saying, don't work for somebody that you don't trust and don't sell something you don't believe in. Well, I trust myself and I believed in the product and I knew it would help people. So I thought, well, maybe this is my way of giving back to the blind, low vision community to do this for a while because of so many people saying they could use it. So it sounds like you had a lot of interest in this and needed to scale it up somehow. Yes. Scaling up is the biggest challenge. Uh, 80% of my sales are to businesses, primarily low vision lighthouses, uh, doctors who work with low vision patients, uh, catalog companies who sell to the low vision. And only 20% are to uh, individual customers who buy it over the web or tear up the page from last year's calendar and send their check in and buy next year's calendar. It sounds like you've developed a fairly reliable clientele. At what point did you engage with Patty for advice in further marketing this? Well, it would have been with the 2019 edition. So you were basically looking for some advice, how to scale this up, how to market it more widely and distribute it more widely, I guess. Right. As I said, only 20% of my sales go to individuals, but the the greatest need I have is to increase 
the wholesale sales, finding businesses and not-for-profits that work with seniors, work with people who like a large amount of writing space with or without vision problems. Because as I said, that's 80% of my market and I need a lot of orders in order to print enough to keep the price down. Right. And it certainly is a specialty market. So anyway, you get this call, Patty, at one point from Edward. And what happened next? What was he asking you to do? And what did you start doing for him? Well, he wanted someone to assist him with social media marketing. And so the first thing I did was have him make me an admin on his page so that I could access it. Because if you go as a visitor, there are only so many things you can do. I needed to be able to post directly to the page. I needed to be able to update uh, information on the page. I needed to be able to do various things. He also was looking for assistance with outreach and network. So I began to work with him on mailing lists. Um, We've had this big project going on for quite a while now for me to go online and gather um, information about low vision specialists, clinics, places that work with the blind or senior citizens or both so that he can do a mail out campaign to mail a sample of his product and price sheet, etc. This last couple of weeks, we've been trying to reach out to all his past customers so we can try to get their orders together. And I do a plethora of things, and it's never the same thing uh, two or three months in a row because his needs change throughout the year. One more thing that Patty didn't mention, and I forgot to mention where she's been very helpful, is in lining up websites on which I could be interviewed, such as yours. Well, that seems to have worked. That's part of what I do. I provide network and outreach. And so, you know, my network is to put people together. So give us an idea of how you two actually work together. Edward and I meet once a week on the phone, if our schedules permit. And we have what I call jam sessions. We brainstorm sessions. We just sit and and we talk about what needs doing, and then we talk about how best to do it, and we plan. So you have clients from all over the place. You're not restricted to local clients because you do this no. on the phone. I have my editor slash publisher slash right-hand lady, who I also assist with marketing, is in New Zealand. I have people all over. I have one lady that I helped in Wales, and I mean, I just have them everywhere. So, Edward, it sounds like this venture of yours has grown quite substantially since the initial half dozen or dozen calendars you've printed. Can you tell us how the company has grown and how big it is these days? Uh, Sure. Yes, it did go from those first half dozen. Then the first year, that would have been the fall of 2015, I said, well, if I'm going to do this, I better guarantee that I've got some sales. So being legally blind since the 90s, I, I knew who sold what out there. And I was able to put together uh, 400 ordered that first year. Wow. Um, And then getting the hang of it, I started reaching out to beyond that. And the next year, I think I did 900. I crossed a thousand. 
And last year I did 1400. So in the world of calendar marketing, I'm, I'm microscopic, but in the world of these specialty products, I'm not too bad, but I need to keep that number growing to both keep my costs down and to reach out to more people who could use this. Right. Well, that seems to me pretty impressive because this is, you know, a reasonably niche market and they're hard to reach in general. It's not like you see a hundred blind people when you're walking down the street or a hundred blind people with vision problems that need large print calendars or special calendars. Well, I mean, you can look at the market and in, in uh, I divide it up into three categories. Those who are dealing with vision loss due to a medical reason that can't be corrected those who are dealing with vision loss just due to aging, and then those who have no vision problems but appreciate the product because it meets a need that's unique to them. And the biggest market, of course, is that last one. And the middle one, for those who are aging into vision loss, look at your demographics table. It's a, an, an explosion of those of us 50 and older. And unfortunately, with age comes a bit of vision loss. Right. I gather now that the calendar business is up and running, you've branched out into another product line? Well, yes. Uh, another thing that I write off the edge of are sticky notes. So I now have a line of uh, yellow sticky note pads with that same black border. And it works the same way. They fit right onto the daily cell, which is a little over three inches tall and eight inches wide. So they sit on there and you can put... Uh, couple of them side by side if you need, or uh, items that you need to write down, but don't need them to be permanently on the calendar, like reminders or tentative meetings. And then I do offer um, low vision, uh, bold writing, no bleed pens on my website, because I've learned that not everyone lives in a large community where they can access these. Many people can't get out to get them. So it's really more of a courtesy that uh, I can provide them these writing instruments. And your sticky note project sounds like it's rather new. Are you seeing the same kind of success and or growth potential for that type product as with the calendars? You are quite right. It is very new. In fact, they only got delivered last month. Uh, I worked a year calling various printers as I had time to see if they could produce them. And they all said they could, but they would end up costing me a couple of dollars a pad. And I just didn't think anybody would pay me more than that. I wouldn't have even bought them at that price. I did finally find a company who appeared to be having a closeout on that size. And it was a one-time deal. So I bought 500 of them and we'll see how they go. So you must have mixed feelings about hoping they sell quickly or not. Well, they don't have a shelf life like a calendar does. So if I don't sell them all this year, there's always next year. So I'm curious, Patty, you said that you are totally blind. And I was just wondering if you've had issues authoring, composing, and arranging these websites and how you get around that. Facebook can be sometimes tricky for a person without vision, for example. So I've spent a lot of time just simply sitting and playing with Facebook, playing with Twitter, playing with LinkedIn on my computer, on my phone, just playing with it and learning. 
So it sounds like you just play around with these things and use them and you find the interfaces and the methods that work for you to do the job that you need to do. Yes. How about some of the visuals? I think of marketing and outreach sometimes requires, you know, graphics and pictures. Do you find any issues with that? The way I deal with photos, I have guidelines where I tell people, send me your photos and title the attachment so that I know what that photo is. And if I have to make like a flyer or poster, I also have somebody that I I mentioned to my lady in New Zealand. She assists me with a lot of that. And I have a gentleman who um, does a lot of my printing for me. And so he assists me with flyers and things. So it's not easy, but you use some sighted assistance and methods that are comfortable for you, and somehow you can work it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have to. So, Edward, now that we're nearing the end, I'll put you on the spot. In hindsight, was it all worthwhile hooking up with Patty? Well, certainly I would not have met all of you. Uh, I would not have been on Facebook nearly as I am or any of the other social media. And Patty is just a person that uh, I'm glad that I know. And Patty, I'll ask you a similar question. Do you think you've made a difference to Edward's venture? Well, I hope so. I like to think that, you know, I've been some assistance to him. I felt really honored. You know, Edward was paying me quarterly. And he decided sometime last year to simply pay me for the remainder of our contract. And I wrote back and said, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, I trust you to do the work. And that made me realize that obviously I was doing some good for him. Well, it sounds like this has been a mutually beneficial arrangement all around and you guys have actually developed a friendship in the process. Yes. Yes. How nice. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Now for this week's final item, how to contact Edward Cohen and Patty Fletcher and how to learn more about each of their businesses. So if people want to find out more about your venture, Edward, and your calendars, where would you send them? Well, there's a number of places that they can go. Uh, Everyone likes going to Amazon, so that's the simplest place for many people. Do it once you're on Amazon. Best way to find it is the letter E, the letter Z, and the number two, and then the word C, S-E-E products. So easy to see products. And in fact, if you Google that in any way, shape, or form, I'll be one of the very first ones to pop up. Currently, Independent Living Aids is a consistent buyer. So those are the two major ways. Uh, Go Calendar LLC is another option that not everyone knows about. And then if you've ever bought one in the middle of the calendar, I believe it's after September, there's a reorder form. And uh, frankly, I get as many people tearing that out and mailing in a check as I do people who go on the website Uh, my website. Uh, I guess I'm foolish to not say, oh, yes, I have a website too. And the same thing, easy2cproducts.com. And then there's lighthouses around the country 
that also uh, carry it. And do you have a social media presence? I sure do, thanks to Patty. On Facebook, you can, in the search field, put in easy to see products. It's E as in elephant, Z as in zebra, the number two, S-E-E-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S. Great. And Patty, if people want to avail themselves of your services, where would you send them? The best way to find me, where you will get everything in one-stop shopping, is campbellsworld.wordpress.com. C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-S-W-O-R-L-D.wordpress.com. You will find everything about me there. And you can also look for me on Facebook. I'm Patty Fletcher with the nickname Lady Moonwalker. On Twitter, I am at Bubba Lee 04. That's B U B B A L E E 04. And on LinkedIn, I'm Patty Fletcher. Great. And is there an email address for either of you that you'd like to share? My main email address is patty, P-A-T-T-Y, dot volunteer, that's V as in Victor, O-L-U-N-T-E-E-R, one at gmail.com. That's the number one, not the written out word. And Edward, do you have an email address if people have questions for you? Yes, I'll give mine as info, I-N-F-O, at easy2cproducts.com. And as our regular listeners know, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. I want to remind people that one of the useful tools on our website is the search feature that is on our main page, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you type a keyword such as reader or braille into the search field, you'll find summaries of shows matching that keyword, along with links to the audio and show notes for that episode. That can be a very useful tool. It's hard to browse through our archives, which now hold close to 500 episodes, so it's a lot easier to use that search tool. And I want to remind people, in case you missed this or forgot, you can also now listen to Eyes on Success on your Amazon or Google smart home device. Just say, play Eyes on Success podcast. That's it for show number 1937. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about the Victor Reader Trek. The Victor Reader products from Humanware are digital reading devices for print-impaired individuals that come in handheld and desktop models. We'll talk with product manager Robert Panetta about the differences between the various models and focus on what is special about Humanware's most advanced model, the Victor Reader Trek. And finally, we have some exciting news from Ira. The Ira app that instantly connects you to professional agents to simplify daily tasks is now free to use for calls five minutes or less for anyone with an Ira account. Learn more at ira.io slash free. Ira is a supporter of Eyes on Success.
If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show, or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.eyesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at Eyes on Success or Twitter at underscore Eyes on Success. We hope you will join us again next week for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day.